episode 9 of season 2 of Partnerships and Possibilities, a podcast on leadership. In this episode, Simple Rules. Hi, I'm Sharon. And I'm Diana. And we're going to be talking about leadership in organizations. Leadership in organization happens at all levels and takes many forms. Today we were, we were going to talk a little bit about the idea of simple rules <laughs> and um, how people use them, why we use them, um, how they might be different than values and, um, mm-hmm. or, or goals. And um, I've been using them in this class I'm teaching, this MBA class, and, uh, you know, at first people were, what is this? But um, I asked them to, I I showed them the video of uh, the birds flocking, Mm -hmm. and um, I showed them, you know, flocking behavior is controlled by, by three simple rules. And I could see light bulbs starting to go on as they mm-hmm. saw the visual, you know. And um, so people uh, went away and, and developed sets of simple rules. Some did it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Some did it for a team that they're part of or a team that they're leading. And some did it at a, I think they were trying to kind of uh, do it at a level that was almost like a bridge between that individual and the organization. Um, so, uh, you know, there, they, some attempts were clearly better than others, but, but I was amazed that some of the students reported to me that they could easily now see applications for doing, for using Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. So one fellow was saying, he wanted to use it as the basis of um, some kind of a dialogue with his staff mm-hmm. about a pretty, um, th- these are people who are in the midst of what I would call a bit of professional identity transformation. Mm-hmm. And um, he thought it, would, it, it might be a tool. And I said, absolutely. You know, I think it would be great. Another fellow talked about using it um, in strategic planning that was coming up in his organization. Mm-hmm. And if even, even if he couldn't get other people totally on board with the simple rules, they were what he thought the simple rules could be. If nothing else, it would help him have a framework to operate off of. I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, I think that, um, you know, if people can really learn some of these more discreet, simpler kinds of interventions that impact the patterns in a system, they they can lead from anywhere in the system because they, they will have influence in a way that they may not have been able to feel up until now. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, of course, that's part of the whole thrust of this class is that if anybody comes out of this class believing that there is a leader, you know, who rides into town on a white horse and saves everybody, 
won't be for they, lack of your trying. It won't be for lack of my trying. Exactly. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I have given them so much to read that is, you know, yeah. so different than that. And, um, you know. And where it works. Yeah. 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 So, it, and actually it's been kind of fun because most of them the first week was like, were looking at me like, what is this stuff? Yeah. And now they're like totally on board. Right. Most of them. Most right. of them. There are a couple of holdouts, yeah. you know. But right. um, but even they, I think, are influenced some by right. this idea that, you know, you lead better when you listen, when you get input, all of those kinds of things as opposed to leading by telling. Right. Or leading by... Or, or by, know. yeah, or by setting the setting the conditions which simple rules is a piece of that right set set the conditions within which people do the work however they need to do it right so that you're not but i think that's a harder that's concept a harder concept to get across yeah but that's one of the things that one of the benefits of simple rules is that it provides that um kind of cohesive action right i mean and that's what right. the guy who who did the Boyd's simulation, right. Craig Reynolds. Right. Um, I mean, that's what he was looking at is how do, how do these flocks and herds and schools right. create cohesion among all right. these, you know, I mean, there, recently there's been a, a new um, video up on YouTube of, a, of starlings, another group of starlings in Israel. Really? Doing one of those amazing clouds of starlings dances that they do. And, um, you know, it, that's the wonder of it. It's yeah. like, how can they make that happen? Right. And not be bashing into each other and falling out of the sky. Right. You know, they have to have some, air quotes, agreements among right. each other, among, you know, right. to make that kind of cohesive action Absolutely. possible. And, um, and simple rules is, is where, that, where that comes down to. I think I also want to mention the simplerulesfoundation.org where our colleagues uh, Mallory Titel and Royce Holiday are collecting um, examples of simple rules that oh, I, people... Oh, you know, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. And, um, and there are some wonderful simple rules there. And it, and it is, they do serve as a great guide for the action of groups and, and for individuals. I've been... Um, it's interesting that you said some of the people in your class went one way with it and some went another. Um, I've been using simple rules a lot in agile chartering to help teams identify, um, you know, what are the things that are going to build cohesion in our team? Mm -hmm. uh, what are the ideas, the, the mm -hmm. directions? And um, But then I've also been using it, I've been doing a... a a presentation lately I just did one up at um, in Redmond about doing personal retrospectives on your own how you're managing your own learning and I encouraged people to identify some simple rules that they have for themselves about you know how they want their learning to happen mm -hmm. and um, and so that's been really interesting so there is that sort of individual application group application Right. Um, so, in your experience, uh, you know, yeah. using these, how do you help people understand that they are different yeah. than values or goals? Well, um, 
actually in the Agile Chartering book, we talk about, we actually say values and principles. Mm -hmm. And it turns out principles are pretty close to the same as simple rules. I, I think the difference is, is that often when individuals or organizations identify values, it's kind of this one word abstraction. Right. You know, I value honesty. Right. I value trust right I, we value you know right and and that's nice but it doesn't really give you in the moment any direction about what how to, to behave right. or what to do and i think what simple rules do um or and what some people have called principles do is they actually say and here's what it looks like in action if we value um as as in the future works values that we have on our website if we value um uh if we value trust mm -hmm. among ourselves mm -hmm. and with our customers and whatever well what does that mean well one way we we have set a simple rule for that is interpret others generously you know which is an extent here's here's an example of where you would extend trust Mm -hmm. Somebody does something you don't understand before you jump to conclusions that they were misbehaving or, or trying to do, you know, a, something bad that stuff. bad stuff. <laughs> um, first think how that, you know, how they might have meant well by it. And that sets a tone for a conversation. That's a trust building conversation, not a trust destroying one. Sure. And so interpret others generously works well for us. As right. a, and we have used it for many years before we actually even identified that that was one of our driving simple rules. I think in organizations where things are working well or in teams where things are working well, there often are simple rules in place that nobody yet recognizes. It's they're, they're implicit. Right. And, and the usefulness of making them explicit is that you know then you can more easily uh, bring new people on board you can more you know they don't have to sort of learn it in other ways right, right? or learn it by trial and error you know you could have it as part of your onboarding um you know here are the simple rules that that we work by and that's mm -hmm. very clean and straightforward mm -hmm. um so uh, I mean, I think that's that's one of the uses of it. I think is it's a very, it's a very great shorthand tool for introducing people to your culture. Yes, Cause, I agree. Because definitely, your simple rules have a lot to do with what your culture feels like and looks like. Mm-hmm. So. so you know, there's a there's a. Simple Rules is kind of going mainstream now, mm -hmm. because in the September issue of uh, Harvard Business Review, yeah. uh, um, I think it's Donald Sull has an article called, um, yeah, Donald Sull, Simple Rules for a Complex World. Right. And I thought, well, yeah. it's probably going to be his version of Simple Rules. But in fact, it's actually pretty close to thinking about it in the same way we think about it, and he's yeah. he has either seen, read, heard, whatever, a lot of the complexity material. Right. So he he gets right. it, and um, and he's saying that there's a growing body of evidence 
that um, simple rules actually either beat or meet much more complex kinds of analysis oh, yeah. in decision making. And um, um, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, yeah that the, the last thing, you, when you're sitting in a, in a highly complex situation, the last thing you, thing you want is a complicated solution because it's only going to get crazier. <laughs> Whereas, you know, simple ideas such as the first next step can be much more compelling and much more useful mm -hmm. and get you into less trouble later on. I mean, one of the things, one of the guiding um, uh, thoughts about simple rules is that not only are they pretty short and sort of action-oriented by starting with a verb, but they are also written in such a way that they are generalizable and scalable. Right. So that right. so that they can uh, they can help you in many different kinds of contexts and situations, whether it's a big decision to be made or a small decision to be made, whether it's whether it's um, a local decision to be made or or something about um, a, a branch office or whatever that it it works, and that's one of the that's one of the things about you know they. They're short statements, and it seems like, oh, you know, anybody could write that. But when you really start thinking about, you know, what's, how is this going to help us? Which of our values does this really exemplify? Um, how, how could we use it for our big decisions? How could we use it for our, in small instances? Um, can everybody use it no matter what their job is? Uh, when you start sort of shaping it in that way they you know they're not they're not simplistic to write exactly <laughs> exactly they, but, yeah. but you know i think um one of the things that that yeah. uh Sol pointed out in this article is yeah. that they are also i mean we talked about that they're different than values right. or goals they're also different than things like checklists right because you know Pilots, for example, have a checklist. Right. Simple rules does not serve that same purpose. No. And it, the checklist is the checklist, and you go through every single one. Right. Um, if you're a doctor in an OR, and you know there there are there are checklists now, so that they hopefully won't be leaving sponges inside people yeah, and those right, sorts right. of things. Although I just read something the other day that there was still. You know, That's still hundreds of those a year in the United States, but it's it's lower. It's right. lower it's now really that they've down. instituted these checklist procedures. Um, but um, that's a very prescribed. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to really make a, a decision there. Right. You just you're you making just sure it. that yeah. everything is lined up the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's fine, right. but simple rules give you flexibility right. and, and the ability to use some judgment right. in, in well, more complex kinds of situations. So, so what, what checklists might be is an outgrowth of a simple rule in an organization. Like do no harm. Like do no harm, <laughs> or um, even um, 
I'm, I, you know, I have no idea what people are using, but um, build build templates for to standardize action. Right, that could be that a could be rule. a simple rule could in be. some, you know, and right. and then all in in all kinds of instances, people would have their templates or their checklists or or their whatever. If that was an organization that really, for whatever reason, really needed that kind of standardization. And it would be guidance that, you know, oh, I'm getting ready to hold a meeting. Oh, I better figure out what my, right. you know. Except we would want to refine that a yes. little bit, of course. Well, so that, that was the, yeah, the first right, right. off the top of my right, head. Right. But I think, you know, there when we find those things that are actions that are making a difference, in that way, some you know, many times I think they can be linked back to you know what what is what's at play here? What really is the implicit simple rule that's at play? Right. And and it's kind of an interesting thought experiment to try to make it explicit. Yeah. So let's say an organization had developed simple rules at a strategic right. level and um, we're using them when and how would it be appropriate to revisit that are they do you think of do you think of simple rules as being pretty much a forever is it the DNA kind of does it speak to the DNA of a company or I or think, yeah. do, does it evolve over time or maybe some do some don't what what's your notion about that? I'm not sure I know the answer to that yet. No, I, well, I don't know that I know the, you know, be all end all answer. But I know that when we talk about them, like in doing agile chartering, mm -hmm. it's in in the part of chartering that we call alignment, and that part includes values and principles or simple rules, and some kind of initial organizing things that the team members might do and working agreements. Right. Where and and when I when I have talked with folks about that I've said, you know, of the three, the simple rules tend to be the most stable. Because if you're it, they reflect your culture and and it really is the culture needs to be changing before the simple rules do. But I think it might be worthwhile to check in on them from time to time to make sure that they haven't morphed in some way and gone in, you know, into some new implicit rule that you haven't actually made clear to everyone. Um, whereas something like working agreements, which are much more daily operational, we have these core hours or we, right. we all show up for meetings on time or, you know, right. those kinds of things, those might change fairly frequently as, as they become sort of standard operating procedure, part of the routine, people don't have to think about them anymore. You might swap out a new working agreement, right? And, and or you know, one yeah. one new employee, right, might might change, change the that. mix in such a way right. that you need to to uh, revisit the working agreement. That's right. That's right. And so, because sometimes people get the two confused. Yeah. Well, why do we have simple rules and why do we yeah. have working agreements? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and simple rules are much more if not timeless, at least more stable, because they really yeah. are a reflection of the culture, the how we do things around here, how we want to be together 
as uh, people who are getting work done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of my favorites, my all-time favorite simple rules is um, our colleague Jeremy Lightsmith uh, came up with with a team he was working, or uh, uh, he and his I team. I use that as an example. Yeah. Um, know, where play, they, yeah. Play basketball, not, not football. Not or, bowling. Or not bowling, that's right. right. Not bowling. Because... Because the idea right. is we want this team to be highly collaborative, to be passing the ball right, back right, and right. forth. Right. Um, we don't want it to be just serial handoffs. Right. And and I thought that it it nicely illustrated the point and captured a nice metaphor as well. Well, and that's what I said, you know, in yeah. the class. That I mean, I, uh, this was people's first effort, and I think most of them really tried right. really hard to do a good job. But but. Um, some of them used very colorful language right. um, or very clever kinds of metaphors. And I said, if you can get to that point and make it memorable that way, right. it just, you makes know. Makes it stickier. Yeah. It makes it sing. Yeah. And so everybody was joking, you know, well, here's my Sybil rules. I don't think they sing, you know. Yeah. But um, but they'll they'll get there if they right. keep working on them. Well, and Jeremy and his team came up with four or five rules that he shared with us. Right. And That's that was the, the only, only one, one I remember. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm sure his team has them up on a wall somewhere and they're remembering them, but as outsiders, right. You know. And so there is there is that um that helpfulness of being able to engage the metaphor or engage the the, the thing that works. The other thing that we were talking about earlier uh, with another of our colleagues was what's the difference between your s simple rules and your your marketing taglines. You know, the one we used to, used to be around that we would use all the time was What's partnerships and possibilities. Well, that was the FutureWorks one. Yeah, but we oh, used to oh, talk oh. about when it was not KFC, but when it was actually Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, they had their tagline was. We do chicken right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, well, okay, but what does that mean? You know, I mean, that it's it's not, it's there's do chicken right in there, and it sort of seems like it might be a candidate for a simple rule, but it's not really, because it doesn't really capture, you know, some other, other um, qualities that you need. It's not really... Well, it, hinge, it yeah. hinges on the whole uh, definition of right. Right. So that the fact that I never thought they did chicken right because I don't eat deep fried yeah. anything <laughs> and, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever. So to me, that was meaningless. Yeah. Right. If they said something more like, you know, we, we do um, healthy, uh, right. I don't know. But well, yeah, I mean, it would have been a more compelling tagline for you, but right. but in in terms of it being sort of a, a simple rule for them as an organization, it's like, what does the accountant have to do with chicken right? Yeah, you know, what is the? I mean, it right. really wasn't generalizable. No, and it, it 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 worked kind of in the shop, maybe at you know with the people who were actually dipping chicken in oil. <laughs> But not how you know where how did it go beyond that, and so um so it was more of a marketing message yes. than than an internal simple rule for guiding people's coherent action right right um and so that's I think there's a difference I mean we have a tagline at future works or 
from we've had for many years partnerships and possibilities for high performance you know i do think that we we reach out to create partnerships i do think that we look for um, all the possibilities that might benefit our clients and our and our own internal workings and i do think we have a focus on high performance mm-hmm. but it's not a simple rule it's no. it's more a reflection of how we want people to know us right. out in the world. Right. Right, right. It, and it doesn't really serve to guide our internal actions at all uh, beyond we know we want to create partnerships. But I think we have a simple rule yeah. that actually, I think our last simple rule yeah. is based on that. Yes. The discern the innovative and pragmatic to fit emergent work. Right. In a sense, that is looking at the possibilities, thinking about where and how um, in healthy partnerships, people will be open to new options, new possibilities. So, so I think you're right that, that one is, one's a tagline, a marketing thing. Yeah. But, but it, it does reflect what we see as. Right. A simple rule for us right well and we have another simple rule the give and get reciprocal respect and mutual value which is about the partnerships piece yeah of we course. know that we like to work in partnerships right. but just saying partnerships doesn't really tell us what action to take give and get reciprocal respect and mutual value does right and and actually just recently um, I've been thinking a lot about that one because I get a lot of requests for my time and a lot of, I'm presented with numerous opportunities to give things away. Yes, aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> and, and, I, and it really made me, the other day I was thinking about, well, wait a minute, we have this simple rule. When someone comes to me with a request that I give them something, I need to share our simple rule with them and say, I'd love to do it, what's how What's in it go- for me? Well, how are we I mean, going to manage this mutual yeah. value piece? Yeah. Which doesn't necessarily always have to be money. Of course. But could be a lot of different things. And how are we going to make sure that we continue to treat each other with respect through this process? Mm-hmm. Because the one thing I've learned is giving things away often... Um, p- people often value things to the extent that they've had to... Had they have some skin in the game, right? And I've had experiences in the past where I have agreed to do something for free and then not been treated in a very respectful way, left out of the loop on communication, other kinds of things. Right. So, um, so yes. Yeah, so while our tagline, we can find echoes of our tagline in our simple rules. Our tagline is not a simple rule, and it doesn't doesn't help us move forward. Right. And so there's a real difference between the two. Um, it, it, simple rules are also not our, our vision. And I think that's another thing that gets confused is people think, well, if we've got the right set of simple rules, it will create the vision and, and the vision comes first, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, cause the vision is at a, at a yeah. much higher level. It's much more right. aspirational. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Right. And so if we look at our vision, which is 
that FutureWorks Consulting contributes to the growth of workplaces where people say, I love my work, this is the best job ever, right. which is what, really what we want to see in the world, then you can also see echoes of that reflected in our simple rules. But that also isn't one. Right. 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 And I, I like the, yeah. um, the end of um, Donald Sell's article where he says, um, he had been talking about the fact that for managers in organization, you know, they're constantly dealing with the paradox between um, efficiency and um, um, effectiveness. Effectiveness, yeah. right, thank you. And that, um, that simple rules was a really good tool to guide the trade-offs. Right. And the last line of, of his article is, in a world of hard trade-offs, they are one of the few ways managers can increase alignment, adaptation, and coordination all at once. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah, I thought that was a really nice close. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Well, so maybe that's where we should close. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I, I, the one thing I would like to say is uh, we uh, we've we've we have learned about simple rules through many channels and um, certainly the HBR article, lots of other places. Oh yeah. Um, where I first really did a deep dive, and I, I think where you did a deep dive was in the the uh, Human Systems Dynamics Institute work that we did. And yes, I, and, and that. Done, Actually, ongoing. that was yeah. actually how I introduced it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So and just so that people on the, the listening to the podcast know that that's also a place, the wiki at hsdinstitute.org is another place you can go and look for some information about Simple Rules. And would you repeat the... the um, oh, simplerulesfoundation.org. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I wasn't all, sure. Okay, yeah, it's all kind of one word. word. Okay. And, um, yeah, so, you know, as as listeners to these podcasts, are you using simple rules in your work have you encountered them do you um have you found ones that work particularly well for you or your teams um we'd really be interested in hearing about them um have you share them with us or ask questions about other ways in which we've applied um, simple rules to our work please leave your comments and questions on our blog or email us leadershippodcast at gmail.com this has been Episode 9 of Season 2 of Partnerships and Possibilities. Thanks for listening.